Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, we got a fun hour coming up. We got two guests this hour. Good ones, too. Oh, is that the real housewife of Salt Lake City over there? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't know. You could only see me from far away in, in an Arctic swimming suit, according to Lori. That's gonna, a joke from yesterday. We're, we're going to address that yeah. later. Yeah, I have audio of that. Oh, my gosh. I, we need to hear how that went down because yeah. there's already been revisionist uh, memory making going on both of our sides. Basically, Lori cut me down so bad and tried to recover, but, but we'll you, get to that later. You set me up with the cut <laughs> me down moment. It's easy. It's so You're easy. easy. Okay, Hi, so everybody. Our, we, we've got sports for you guys, but it involves recreational okay. sports. Uh, bowling for me. You throwing balls and me hitting balls. Yeah, tennis for Julian. <laughs> I don't know if you did anything sporty like last night that qualifies no we had a little backyard uh friends over to sort of uh Celebrate. talk about the well i don't know i i try to keep it non-political kinda... here but we had a there was some champagne bottles. yeah right. yeah uh, yeah so it was depending nice. on what size side you're on yeah, yeah. And even people who voted for trump feel relief after hearing biden yesterday i mean that is just a fact all right, moving on. Yes. How were you Let's in the, the sports? Oh, well, it was fun night. And Julia, I wrote down fun night is fun because <laughs> nines are strikes. Oh, really? See, yeah. that would be, I, I wish it was like threes were strike. If you hit down nine pins, it's a strike. It's a strike of, on okay. fun night. And there were only two members of my team. It was me and Joe, the guy who I thought was two guys for like 10 years <laughs> he's now on my team and he's he really like did, he's like oh this is like a date night i told my <laughs> wife i'm going on a date bowling fun night with Lori. it was just the two oh, of us cute but i mean listen to Rocco. oh cute, cute yeah <laughs> kinky and cute we, yeah we were just laughing because uh the guy next to us you know bowled like a 300 and only Used two nines. All the rest were bona fide strikes. Serious. Wow. And I bowled a 190, and then I bowled a 186, and then a 167. I bowl so many nines, Julia. You do. To get a one nine, that's amazing. Well, they're nines, though. I I would never get a 190 without a lot more marks than what I actually had. Of course, but how fun to get that number. Now, you wear wear the zipper mask. Yes. Tell everybody about how to get that again. Okay, because this is... You know, restaurants are open and people are going out. And if you want to go out and have a cocktail or something, there's a mask that we um, got from. And Lori and I, Lori and I, Lori and I can't remember the name. And she's trying to Google it right it's, now. I think it's the Play Shop the in play, Eden Prairie. It is. It's. I or have my wrong. Store. I have my wrong notebook. It was in my last notebook. We've moved on. 
Um, yeah. Hey, Amy, are we, or, uh, Holly, Holly at least remember. knew what it was, Rocco. Can you keep up? Okay, sorry. What is this? We look for the sipper mask. Oh, yeah. We, you showed me that, but I, I know, don't know where just, to get it either. Well, we know it. Is it local? Yes. Okay. And sipper we mask. have written it down. It's but, called the Play Shop Inc. The Play Shop Inc. Okay. Yes. And they have adult face masks with a straw hole that has a flap and a grommet. Got it. Also met a very uh, shout out to Barb. She told me to meet her daughter, Nikki, who works at the bowling alley. She has amazing eye makeup on. You can't miss her. That was true. Okay, very nice. So it's the, pl- the playshopinc.com. Yes, That's right. And if you want, all the $12 masks are now on sale for just $10. For $10. Oh, nice. And they kind of have fun ones. And then they can sort of have just like plain ones. My dad... Uh, has really embraced. I sent him a play mat, a play. You know, I sent him yeah. one of these. I'm like, I don't want you to get corona. No kidding. Because he's he's gone to Mexico and stuff and taken some plane trips. I said, use this damn mask so you don't take okay. it off for a second. Okay, so I got to tell you. So okay. last night, um, played doubles uh, tennis. There were four of us, and then we would switch partners every after each match. Also after kinky. each set, after right. each set, okay, right. But this never ever happens. I'm usually the missing link. Who's ever team I'm on, we end up losing because mm-hmm. I have the lowest rating out of the women on our tennis team. We're not getting into averages just, or weighting. I'm just saying, okay. I'm lowest. Yeah. Okay. Last night, this has never ever ever happened. Every of all three of them, all three sets, I won. Oh. I won. But I got to tell you a couple of mask things that we've learned about playing tennis in a mask. The paper masks. They're the best. They're the best. Mm-hmm. But my friends now have this new thing that almost looks like, um, what was the movie, movie Jodie Foster was in? Hannibal Lecter Silence or whatever. Of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. You know that grill that that guy wore over his mouth? Very There's much a so. plastic thing that you put over your chin and mouth. It's like... A mouth guard, but it goes on the ex- around your mouth and chin, and it holds your mask out from your mouth. It's a new thing. I'm just, it's a new mask thing. And if people are what struggling, about coming still, down the nose because the nose is the grand central. No, you still um, have the pinning on the top of your nose with Got the it. paper mask. Still have the the you know piece of steel in it that Got you it. pinch on your nose. This keeps it away from your mouth, the mask, because you sweat. So much, and it keeps it more away from your mouth. If people want to look into it, they're like plastic chin guards almost, if you were. Okay. And my a couple of my friends are wearing those, and they really like them. Well, you know that Tour de France and all the bikers, they train in masks. Do they? To get... Less oxygen or what? Yes. Or it's just a the training. feeling? It's no, a, it's kind a of training. psychological? It's, a, it's all in your head that you right. can't work on a mask. I was just going to say psychological. Like, elite athletes of different sports and biking is one of them at least this is what they're telling us in our class that they will train with masks on because you do have to work a little bit harder or if you're training to be somewhere where the altitude is different doing it in the math it's psychological sure yes i believe it i you get used to it i mean i've gotten used to it haven't you uh-huh. Oh, yeah. There's, I mean, I'm the I'm the only one at the bowling alley that keeps my damn mask on. Well, the there's whole a time. there's a new Let thing out. You. There's a new there's a new line. Okay, like is purple the new black? Is black the new whatever? Is fifteen the new sixty? Is mask slipping the new man spreading? Oh, because people wear their masks underneath their nose, and there's a couple pictures yesterday of Bill Clinton doing this. 
of Garth Brooks doing this. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like... If you like, watch sports, it's unbelievable. All right. the coaches, they're like, oh, they have a mask on until they start yelling at well, the Well, right, so it's it's very funny. They would be better off pulling it up over their nose and yelling through your mouth because exactly. the nose is the grand central station of transmission. Sure. That's it's, how it's people are mouth. getting it. Yep. It's not really your mouth it's unless the mucus, you're kissing. It grabs on the mucus membranes in your nose. So... But I, I think that's funny. Is masks slipping, slipping the, the new, new man, man spreading? spreading. Oh <laughs> and it's got a picture of Bill Clinton, his big old red nose sticking out under his ma- over his mask. Yeah. It's kind of funny. And people, sometimes the masks don't fit. You're like, if you don't have that tab and yep. whatever. Or like, I found myself, there's someone at bowling last night. Because you you can't take your mask off until you're down at the lane. Yep. I don't know why they just don't have people bowling them, but whatever. Right. But there was somebody that had a tight-fitting mask okay. and every time like Rocco's because Rocco has a mustache beard thing going yeah I was glad <laughs> to see it? a couple of my uh guy friends that last week you know because that was the first time we'd bowled in like eight weeks I mean a couple of them showed up with uh, like pubic hair beards coming <laughs> okay. out of the sides it looked sure. like a 70s you know, uh, <laughs> bikini yeah, shot lovely. in a magazine. There was so much I'm hair so coming out stuff. of the side. <laughs> it was trimmed up this week. But a friend, I'm just, I'm just fascinated looking at him because he, the mask is getting sucked in, and then it's coming back out. It's like made out of that. I don't know if it's neoprene or what kind yeah, of material. So the whole time he's talking, I'm just, I'm not really listening. I'm just watching the mask. watching the mouth of the fabric go, go in, in his mouth and, and then go out. <laughs> and then I'm like, what? He needs, a, he needs the chin guard. Uh, something. Yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, I'm right. glad that we all had a good hump day night. Yeah, we yeah. did. All yeah. Right. Uh, when we come back, Matt Belanger from Channel 5 Eyewitness News is going to join us. And he's going to update us on the vaccine. People, it's not 2001. That song is Kylie Minogue and Kelly Clarkson covered it yesterday. And you know what, Rocco? I'm not a fan of yeah. that one. Not a fan. Let's ask Matt Belanger from Channel 5 Eyewitness News. Matt, what did you think of that cover? We usually love all Kelly Clarkson covers, but not sure about the Kylie. Yeah, you know, it's okay. I mean, I really didn't have strong feelings either way, I guess. Okay, it really you love you one the, way or the other. Do you love the original? Do you love Kylie? That's Oh, of course. Yeah. Yes, I mean, who so doesn't, good. right? Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> and also I'm scared to disagree with Lori on several occasions. Oh, so. oh you're gosh. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What a day. Uh, lots of um, coronavirus related news okay. that I would love to share and update you guys on because it's top of mind for so many people as we think about what's going on. And I love your mask conversation. Uh, I saw somebody in the newsroom, Julia, with one of those plastic things yeah. on yeah. the cup. I don't know what it's, it's called it's, either. It's but It's called like it, a, it's it, like a chin cup. You just look under yeah. um, mask accessories. Yes, there's a okay. line. It's it's, and there it is. It's like it's a it's a cool thing. I mean, some of the women are liking it. I yeah yeah genius. Why yes. didn't we think of inventing that? Well, and then we wouldn't have to work anymore. No, <laughs> trust me. We've already invented something, something we didn't think we'd have to work anymore. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, that. That. Oh, yeah, okay, that. what is going on? We're hearing we've got vaccine. We don't have vaccine. If you made an appointment, yeah. you might not get it. What's going on? Well, well, we'll start with the federal level, and then I'll do you a quick update on the state. So okay. first on the federal level, we're hearing from the new Biden administration as they kind of get into the offices. They're getting the, you know, things rolling, and they're assessing where they're at. And um, and it's being reported from inside the White House that uh, that there's a lot of um, 
uh, gaps and missing information and uh, things that they're trying to work out and fix when it comes to the vaccine distribution across the country. Of course, the, the urgency is right there, is getting the vaccines to the states so they can be administered to people. And some states say they're going to run out, like New York, I think, is on the list, California. They've warned right. that they're almost running out by this weekend. So this is priority number one for President Biden mm-hmm. and the new administration going forward. Uh, and he's, he's promised to clean up that distribution process and to get it working faster. He's been busy, as I know you've seen, signing executive orders, trying to clear the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's instructed uh, FEMA to help set up the vaccine uh, administration sites in states, and they're going to work to get more places online, like local pharmacies, uh, working to make it uh, so that people can can get access to these vaccines. And so, so that's what's happening on the federal level. Uh, and he's got to turn on the money, right? Yeah, and and of course, that's a big part of that one point nine trillion dollar coronavirus stimulus package that uh, is on the table that he's already sent to Congress that watch for action on that um, soon. Uh, But but that's obviously a huge part of that is trying to is trying to free up the money to pay for this, to really put the muscle behind the the federal government's Mm -hmm. muscle behind it. The difference here is the Biden administration is using the federal government's power to really ramp this up, whereas the Trump administration, generally speaking, left a lot of that to the states themselves. And so this is the difference that we're seeing, and that transition is happening as we speak. Now, about that big mess in Minnesota here when it comes to uh, the problems people had, because they opened it up, and today's the expansion day for vaccines in Minnesota where they're giving some vaccines to people 65 and older and some teachers and child care workers, but the the appointments opened up Tuesday at noon, and immediately we got the emails coming in. I can't get through. I'm getting an error message. There's huge problems. We did some digging into that, and the state said the problem with that situation was the vendor that they hired to handle the registrations on the website. It just was overwhelmed. There were 10,000 people clicking on the website every second to try to get in to get these limited appointments. So the state is promising to rectify that and to, to try to smooth things out and to be prepared for the huge demand. The next round of appointments will open up next week, next Tuesday, same time. A similar situation, you know, it starts on the website. There's a phone number on there, and we have the link at KSTP.com. What is it uh, called? What do we look for? Uh, look for, well, on our site, we can get you there easiest if okay. you just look for Featured on 5. And okay. then, because we and it's right there on the list, and you can click through and get to the site uh, specifically. And um, and and that's that's what they're promising, that that whole situation is going to be uh, figured out. But this is actually the first day when those additional uh, vaccines are starting to be administered across the state. Okay, so next Tuesday, people mm-hmm. 65 and older. Yep. That's and and teachers and child care workers are told to wait until they're... Um, told through their employers, you know, uh, about how to sign up and get one of these appointments. So it's really the folks 65 and older who are fighting for those appointments. Um, they try to t- keep the teachers and the child care workers out of that. And instruct- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To them that, that employers will be giving them that information. So um, one more little piece of information too about testing numbers. Yes. Uh, yes. Obviously, it, uh, the state's changed its uh, goal really, or its focus. And it's really now just today, this is new choosing to focus on um, folks, kids, really children, 12 to 25 years old, children and college students. They want, they want the bulk of the testing to be that demographic because those are the individuals who are trying to return to the classroom. They're in mm-hmm. extracurricular activities and youth sports. And the state's really pushing that on top of, of, of course, the people who are there on the front lines and in these critical industries who are still working in person and, you know, at, at risk in that way as well. But they really want to ramp up testing, too. So they, that's not like something we can forget about here just because we keep talking about vaccines. Right. right. Well, you know, so but it doesn't exclude people who want to go get a test at the airport or something no. like that. Of no. No, age. no, it's absolutely just, not. Just but saying, they, let's do it. Right. Priority here. Right. It's like, hey, parents, this we really want these youngsters to be tested because we need to get a handle on exactly where, you know, the virus is. Yeah, we, we couldn't have been more thrilled. Our, our mom is getting, you know, her first. Oh, great. This Saturday, and I just am like so excited. But some people are getting calls from their doctors to come in, and other people are calling this Minnesota Health thing. Right. So I would just... If you have a doctor, you have a clinic, yeah. I would call, call them, them too. Too. Just use all your resources. I mean, because it would be such a freedom for so many of these older but people. Casey's to be able- probably going to get his through the VA because well, right. he's a veteran. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's a lot of avenues. I, I don't know. Do we have time anxious. to talk about anxious. one other little thing? Yes. Please. Can we please talk about Bridgerton? So you you said the other last week or whatever, you were like, have you watched Bridgerton? And I had no idea what you were talking about. We don't know ah, what and then you, you did Christmas Day, but this is what I did. Right. <laughs> well, and I am so late to this party. But, yes, you are. Um, so there's one thing that bothered me. And then, of course, we're going to have a laugh about another thing. But mm-hmm. the one thing that bothered me, did you notice how the music, like they were playing the period music, but it was like a remix of like a Justin oh, Timberlake yeah, song, yeah. but it was on like the harpsichord. I hated yeah. that. I thought that was just weird. Oh, I thought that oh, was cool. Loved it. it was so it. current. Okay, I, did, I don't know. Current I slash old school. I yeah, thought that was we, cool. It's the, vi- the Vitamin String Quartet did a lot of those songs. And yeah. that music is the music of the Regency era of that time period. So. You would recognize a modern song, but hear it in the strings. We love that part of it. That was cool. I just thought I don't know. I th- it felt like too much of a mashup, or it was trying too hard to be cool. But maybe that's just maybe my your eyeballs couldn't take in all the luscious hotness well, let, well, as well know, as your ears. Or you made like a passing reference to the fact that there were like lots of um, <clears throat> I'll say relations that yeah. I you know mm-hmm. to prepare. Holy cow, there were relations out at the lake, in the garden. On the staircase. There was like a ladder in one situation where there were relations. I was blown away. You weren't kidding. Oh, that so show is the best. Yes. Yeah, so I can't wait. And today, good. was it today we learned there's a season two, right? Well, we, well, we knew know. that there was oh. going to be, a, a, you know, like the potentially eight seasons because there's eight Bridgerton books in the Julia Quinn series. Oh. But they did confirm, confirm the second season um, and that... Uh, you know, it's going to be based, uh, of course, the Duke of Hastings is going yeah. to be, and of course, of course, Lady Whistledown, but it's going to focus on the Bridgerton brother. 
I love this. I bring you the news of coronavirus, and you get me up to date with pop culture. Let's don't great. forget to watch Lupin. <laughs> Lupin and the English. Okay, that's next. And, and the, the English, English game. game. I'm going to send him to you, Matt. Do we have Rick Nelson on the phone with us? Do Rick? We? Hello? Hello. Hi. Rick Nelson, you need like some kind of a food theme song or something. What song can we play for you? Let us know sometime if you've got a theme song, you know, that you, you know, kind of rock out in your head. Oh, what's going uh-oh, what on? You, Stop crinkling up your uh, wrapping paper. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty happy with Brittany. I don't know. I thought okay. that was pretty great. Oops, I did, I did it again because you're always going to restaurants. There you go. That's right. <laughs> Oh gosh, we're hearing crunching. Are you okay? How are you, first of all? I'm well. How are you? We're good. We're having a weird connection now. Do you hear that, Rocco? Uh-oh. All right, there. We'll just all stay calm. Yeah, Rocco did flick the button there. I think that's better. <laughs> I don't know if I had anything to do with that. Okay, all right. We're just going to blame it on you. Anyway, yeah, I know. He should get used to it. You know, I mean, Donnie did it for 18 years. We blamed everything, <laughs> everything. on him. Okay, so Rick, tell us what's happening out uh, right now in the food scene in the Twin Cities. Well, you know, I'm looking out the window, and we have blue skies. It's gorgeous outside today for the winter, right? It's yes. beautiful. And so I'm really happy to see that a lot of restaurants are embracing the outdoor side of living in Minnesota. I mean, of course, it's probably all COVID-driven. But wouldn't you like to think that, you know, it's also just that we live in a winter city, so let's embrace it. I think that this is really a cool trend. For example. Yeah, give us an example. Okay, so like this weekend, which is tomorrow and Saturday from 4 to 7, three um, blue uh, blue plate restaurants, which is the Free House in North Loop and Three Squares in Maple Grove and Longfellow um, Grill, which is on East Lake Street at the river in Mm -hmm. Minneapolis, they're doing an ice bar. And um, uh, so you can go, you can either get a hot toddy or you can get a a Boulevardier, you know, which is bourbon and Campari. Have a nice little drink outside. Watch the sunset at this really cool ice bar that's being put together by Minnesota Ice, which if you don't know Minnesota Ice, they're the people who make those really amazing artisanal ice cubes that you can buy in stores all over town mm-hmm. and oh, make cool. the most beautiful cocktails at home that you've ever seen. Okay, we're so, missing um, out on that, Lori. Minnesota ice, okay? That's cool. So that's one thing to do. Uh, there, Then there's also a couple of restaurants that's um, part of the Craft and Crew family. One is the How Daily Kitchen. That's a mini ha-ha at like maybe 34. I love that place. That is such a yeah, great restaurant. It, it, and it's like that super dog-friendly restaurant, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, they have a, another restaurant in St. Louis Park called The Block, which is on Highway 7. It's kind of near the old St. Louis Park High School, maybe at Louisiana Avenue. Anyway, mm-hmm. they do in their parking lot, they're doing ice games. So you can, like, play beer pong. You can play beanbag toss, all done on these ice tables. And you can order hot cocktails. And you can get chili cheese fries and cheese curds. And they have s'more kits. And so you can make s'mores over the fire pits. Oh, that and sounds... you can re- you have to reserve a time so like, right. you can get it for an hour. Okay, and up to eight people, and you can have a really good time with you know people outdoors and see friends and enjoy the weather. And I just think it's a really cool idea. I, I do. love that the how like the how H-O-W. it's kind of over by the Riverview, you know, okay. in that neighborhood, in that neck of the woods. And, I love that, and they do have a pretty. It's H O W E. Yeah, do they have a a patio outside that's open for dining? I know they have inside. Well, he just told us about no. all the ice thing. No, I oh. think they're doing. I think they're doing some patio seating, but I think this this particular thing is in their parking lot. Right, okay. Okay. So, you know, got it. 
they're, they're the restaurants that are super into dogs, right? Yes. So you can bring your dogs to the patio. And the, one, one of the people at the restaurant was telling me they've got, I think, four restaurants in the Twin Cities. And they started doing this a couple of years ago where they have like a small dog menu and you can order meals for your dogs. And it's really inexpensive and it's a fun thing to do for your dog. They've ordered, they've sold 50,000 dog meals oh my in gosh. like three years at that restaurant. That's how popular they are. I yeah. love that. Well, so, what a great idea. Yeah, really cool idea. Um, another place that I really think is doing a great job is in Theodore Worth Park on, you know, the north and western edge of Minneapolis mm-hmm. in this really cool building called the Trailhead. Oh, that is building kind of is gorgeous. For outdoor activities. Mm-hmm. It's really, really cool. And the restaurant's called Mill Valley Market, and they're open every day from 9 until 8, and they serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's like sandwiches and grain bowls and waffles and soups and really easy things. It's owned by the people who own Mill Valley Kitchen in St. Louis Park, that really great restaurant on France Avenue at, like, um, Excelsior, maybe. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so they do really fun. They've got, like, seven or eight fire pits on this huge patio. You know, it's a big outdoor place because there's all kinds of tubers and sliders and skiers who all congregate on this building. So it's like it's like you're really living in a winter city. It feels like I'm somewhere at a ski resort in Colorado. You know, there's, like, outdoor drinking and outdoor eating and people going all over the place, and they're dressed for it. On Friday nights, they have live music. It's really a fun place to go. I absolutely. Do we need to make reservations yeah. here too? Um, not that. That's a that's a walk up kind of a place. Okay, you might have is. to get a reservation if you want to use the indoor seating. Okay, um, but uh, it's pretty much a walk up place. One place where you do have to have a reservation that I think is doing it really well is the Smack Shack in the North Loop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that the place that's super into lobster. Yep. They have a they have a patio with a state of the art infrared heater system, and the owner was telling me like when it's like twenty five degrees outside, it feels like it's sixty on the patio. Like it's you know it's all open air, and I think it seats about fifty. And they're booked from the minute they open until the minute they close. I'm so really glad popular. to hear that. Really fun and really good food too. Like they have the best lobster roll in the Twin Cities without question. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I know someone who went there Monday night for her birthday, and it was amazing. And yeah. it is kind of a, it is kind of, I, I hope that we keep this winter kind of where it makes sense for the restaurants that sure. it, they can make money. Because I, when I have been to Europe in the winter, all the cafes in Paris are open Year-round. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would have to be right. coming in sideways. In and he- London, and you go to Copenhagen or Amsterdam, people stay outside. There's heat lamps. Sometimes some places have blankets, right. and they kind of have shutters that go down, but they stay outside right. because a lot of they smoke and they have dogs. There that was go. my theory. <laughs> the smoking and the dogs are probably right. Right? Right. Okay, so if you're just joining us, we're talking with Rick Nelson. He is the food editor for the Minneapolis St. Paul Star Tribune. It's just called the Star Tribune, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's an article today that one of your colleagues wrote about in-room dining experiences at hotels. Tell us about this. It's a really cool idea. So my colleague Sharon Jackson wrote this story. And um, there are, I think there are now five hotels in the Twin Cities where you can book a room and essentially turn that room into a dining room. And so you can go and have dinner, you know, dinner for two, dinner for four. And, the, you know, the kitchen will pretend the restaurant's kitchen will send dinner upstairs. It's generally like a tasting menu or, a, you know, a multi-course meal. And they just leave it at the door. 
you know, knock on the door, you open the door, you, you do kind of all the service, but you've got the safety of being in a room and the privacy. You know, she was, she, she laughed and said, you know, we didn't realize till the end, we could have just kicked our shoes off and just relaxed. We've got this room to ourselves. Right. And, you know, and you, can, and you can have a nice, quiet evening. You've got your own restroom. You know, you can serve yourself and all the wine that you, you know, if you order a bottle of wine. It's a very easy, relaxing way to have someone else do the cooking and someone else do the cleaning up. And then you leave or you decide to get the room for the night and just, you know, have a lot of champagne. Yes. Oh, that sounds heavenly. <laughs> I mean, that actually, is, that sounds really good. Yeah, doesn't it? Tell us what hotels yeah, that who's are doing, doing this. this? So the, the Hewing uh, is the first one that did it, and that's, in the, of course, in the North Loop. Yeah. The Newport Island Inn is also doing it, and um, there's a new hotel in downtown Minneapolis, the Rand Tower Hotel at 6th and Marquette, in that really amazing Art Deco office building yes. that's yes. just converted into this hotel. They just started doing it, and now the St. Paul Hotel and also the Afton House Inn in Afton is also doing you know a play on this theme. Oh, I love so it. It's, it's worth checking out, and you can find the article on their website, which is at startv.com. I love it. Okay. We just want you to <laughs> keep giving us ideas know, because we're because just like, oh, there keep... are things to do. Right. I have one more idea for okay. you before okay. we go. Okay. So one, one of the things I really love, too, is that farmers markets are doing outdoor markets in the winter this year, you know, which is a great idea. They're, mm-hmm. they don't, they're not, you know, as long as they are because, of course, who wants to be outside that long? But, for example, this weekend you can go to the Minneapolis farmers market, you know, over on East Lindale. From 9 until noon, and on, uh, on, on Saturday in St. Paul, at the St. Paul Farmer's Market in Lower Town, you can go from 9 until 1. And there'll be, you know, a dozen, two dozen vendors there. You can get great cheeses and meats and, you know, other, other kinds of provisions. Um, there are several other markets in Minneapolis that are doing this. They're just not doing it this weekend. But in February, you can go to the Northeast Farmer's Market on February 6th. You can go to the Mill City Farmer's Market on February 13th and the Fulton Farmer's Market in South Minneapolis on February 20th. Again, Again just like, like just like Europe. Isn't because, it a great idea? Yes. It really is. It really yeah. is because it seems like we stop everything around here in the winter. And we really shouldn't. We should do. This might be, be a really, one good thing. Yes. <laughs> We're finding yeah, it. I'm, you know, I'm hoping let's bundle up and shop outside and have some hot chocolate or, you know, go to someplace like Waldman Brewery in St. Paul, which has this really great beer garden. And on Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays from noon to five, you can be out of the beer garden, drinking beer, eating that great German food. They've got heat lamps, you know, bundle up and, you know, let's just embrace the fact that we live in a winter city. Why yeah. Not? This is going to be a cool, this, like Lori said, this could be the one positive, you know, I'm sure there's so many more positives, but this could be a really big one. <laughs> well, just rethinking, right? kind yeah, of rethinking, absolutely. thinking more like Europe does. I mean, their and farmers so many people markets. like bringing their pets out with them too. I mean, you know, bringing your poochie, your dog with you, it'd be so fun. This is great. Rick, I think it'd be really fun. Right. Rick, thank you for all your ideas. This was so wonderful. What was the last great thing you ate this week? Um, so, oh gosh, I was just today, I was at the, at the Midtown Global Market at a new, a new vendor called, uh, Arepa Cafe and had a really great Arepa with like pulled chicken and avocado and, um, uh, cabbage. Really, really good. I think it was maybe nine bucks and it was enormous. Oh, that, that sounds was good. Great. I'm ready for someone to cook for us, Laura. Julia, if Casey, I'm not. I, if Casey pulls one more thing out of what I'm calling the Trader Joe's freezer, <laughs> I 
I'm gonna lose my mind. I need I'm to go. I'm sick of the food. I, I'm sick I of need, cooking myself too. Yeah, I need I need takeout. I need to go to one of these places. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. And we can always read Rick Nelson in the Star Tribune and at Rick Nelson um, on Twitter. On Twitter. Thank you so much, and it's so great to catch up with you. Same here. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Be safe. All right. What are we coming back with, Lori? We are coming back with, we are talking about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and I have a TV alert for the CW tonight. Oh, dear. All right. All right. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. This is like the second day this week the sun has shined. This is big news for us Minnesotans. Anywho, I need to apologize. Um, Why are you apologizing? Well, not a, well yeah, all right. maybe you I are. do. I do need to apologize. So yesterday... Who are you apologizing to? Everybody who hangs out with us. Okay. And maybe to myself and to you and to Rocco and anyone else. But so I, we, Lori and I are big fans of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I mean, this show I, I love because the people are real. It's completely different than those. We got, we got our first trip and packing montage. I love it when I get to see how other people People, stage and pack. And I love it because they're in a ski resort town. And I just, I like these women. They went to Vegas. Because they're different. And I like the religion part of it too, the Mormon piece. We like all this. So anyway. I have had a couple people tell me that I look like Heather, which is one of the women on the show, who's the only one that we like. No, she's our favorite. Yeah. She's not the only one we well, like, but she's a hands-down fan, favorite, favorite breakout favorite. She really is. Because she's the most real housewife maybe we've ever seen. Right. And so I am... Yesterday, you were. I said, you know, uh, a friend of ours told me that I look like her, and I'm like, do I look like Heather? And she's like, well, I can see it. And you made a comment from far away, you know. I said from far away and in a snowmobile suit, I can see it. And then you got you took, that, took that all the wrong way. When what I, I mean, it's not any different than the time I said to you when I saw a picture of Casey in the army. <laughs> In Hawaii, and he had a big, thick mustache, and it was like looking at you with a mustache. Okay. I, and so basically, I have strong features. <laughs> Rocco, I mean, it's if you. I'll show you that no. picture of Casey. Yeah. You will jump because it looks so much like Julia, but with a big mustache. It really does. He, we look a lot alike, my brother and I, who Lori's uh, married to. So what I was saying from Honest No Will and Far Away, I just meant that... The resemblance, you've got big boobs, you've got long blonde hair, and you've got strong features, and you don't need a lot of makeup. All things you have in common with Heather, boobs, strong features, and you don't need or wear a lot of makeup unless the occasion demands. Thank you, You look Laurie. good without it. Thank you, Laurie. So, anywho. So, you took that I, as, you, you I, ran I, away. I am, first of all, I think people know I am so... Sensitive. Sensitive. You're right a middle now. child. I'm a bit, and I'm going through some stuff, and it shows up every once in a while. And I'm not proud of calling, saying you're comparing me to her. She's the this one. She's the that one. And I just took it all wrong. So I want to apologize. I was we got trying to help you. I know, but I didn't stop. No, I didn't stop. And I'm. I really know I can do better. <laughs> and I, and I guess that I, I'm from this horrible family of waitress, and it's. I it's concur. the truth, and you know it. And I remember, you know, growing up, I was, my mom put me in Weight Watchers when I was 12 years old. I weighed 20, 20 pounds less than I do right now. Well, you know, And you were 12. And I was 12, so yeah. I always have had this food thing, you mm-hmm. know, and like you're not good enough until you lose 10 pounds or this and that and that. And so 
it just and it doesn't really affect me anymore. I felt like I'm good with I like me. I like mm-hmm. who I am. I'm comfortable, blah, blah, blah. But because I'm going through this really hard breakup right now, I'm so sensitive. So yeah. I just went off. So I want to apologize to everybody. Oh, Julia. We got, this woman put together a really heartfelt email, but yeah. her disappointment in yeah. saying that that person who's the average size of everybody else is wrong. And I didn't mean right. that at all. I'm saying I feel wrong right now a little bit. And yeah. I, that's kind of more of it. So anyway. Well, and you did not, I mean, you heat up something to me that so, you thought I would just say, no, you don't right. look anything like great. Heather. And I go, well, from far away and yeah. in a snowmobile to Rocco, you got to admit it was funny. Answer. It was oh, for sure. And, and, then, and yeah. you asked me that I and I can't resist. I, okay, I'm the older sibling. sibling. I know. Some people, you know, thinks, you know, oh, I'm bullying you all the time. But She's it is not. the sibling she just thing. me. We're, we're, we're sisters. And so, but when you gave me this oh. and I thought, and because also, I would say, you know, just quickly in my mind, I'm thinking, and you are like Heather. You're the fun one in the, in the group one. that everyone likes. Thank you. You know? And that's so a big anyway, compliment. Because I you like, were focused on. Oh, I just couldn't. You were focused. I couldn't get out of myself. You couldn't get away. I thought it was such a, from far away and in a snowmobile suit. I thought it was in, oh. I mean, that could be a bumper sticker. It, it, it could be. I just <laughs> couldn't get out of myself. And so I just kept going on and on and on. Anyway, oh. I'm just, I'm just rough right now. And I, I can do better. So anyway, All we're right, moving fine. on because I'm going to cry. First. Well, don't, don't cry. Mind. Don't so cry. Here's the thing, Rocco. I really, with my housewives, one of the things, and you only get it on a new housewife show the first time they go yep. away. And then after that, it's for any other trips. And that's why I think I still watch the housewives. I love traveling with them even more this year. I love the packing montages. I Lori, love- Lori, well, first of all, you love to travel more than anyone I know, and you love staging. She takes <laughs> it's an room. art. She has a room and another bathroom with because she uses the shower curtain thing as the hanger to put together her outfit. So, she, like, I don't, I hate packing more than life itself, and I'll pack two hours ahead of time and just pray. Pray. Oh, your packing gives me. I anxiety. just pray that I have stuff, and if I don't, I know you have it. Yeah, that's right. I just need shoes, underwears, and bras that in pants because you've yeah. got the rest for me. But so you love. So we got to see them pack, of course. Because they were really, going to Vegas. We're talking about Real Housewives of Salt Lake. Yeah, just joining poor us. Jen Shaw, the first assistant. Oh. I mean, this guy. I was like, why is he your assistant? And then I think he's he's really the lawn guy or the snow removal <laughs> removal guy, and Jen's just calling him that because uh, the best there was it wasn't. Wasn't great packing, and then when they flew coach, including middle seats, never seen that on a housewife show, just saying. Yep. You know, so that was it, and they went to Vegas, and a grimmer group of girls couldn't be had, except I did like the personal shopping, but at least we're kind of off the, the only thing Mary Cos, you know, Mary Cosby, Crosby, Crosby. okay, the grandpa bleeper, Mm Mm-hmm. She's uh, hardly on the show at all. She really isn't. Yeah, she's hardly on the show. But anyway, I love that show. Vroom Vroom and Vegas, they're going to be. And uh, Jen Shaw did bring enough luggage. She brought like 12 pieces of luggage for a three-day, two-night trip. Unbelievable. Yeah. Right. But yeah, really, it is a good episode, I got to say. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Yeah. And then, okay, here's my uh, TV alert. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of Jared Padalecki, maybe you loved him on Gilmore Girls or Supernatural, but he stars in Walker 
Um, but it is not a, you know, like reboot, more in just name only mm-hmm. of the whatever that guy's name was. What the hell was his name? Walker. He was like uh, Chuck Norris. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So this is more, he's a widower, father of two, and former undercover guy. Yes. So it's doing more of the family angle and. He partners up with some, so that's on the CW tonight. And last night, Riverdale and Nancy Drew was it came good, back. Lori? I was at bowling. Oh, so that's I right. I haven't watched, but it came back, so I'm avoiding spoilers. But again, you know, download that CW app if you don't have cable. There's a lot of good stuff, and all these CW shows hit again when they get dropped on Netflix. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Except tip Arcade that you can King. Do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then the first, uh, the part reunion, part one of uh, Real Housewives of Orange County was last night, but I didn't get a check out what the ladies are dressed like and yelling and screaming at. But I think Bronwyn's in the hot seat. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Even, even though I don't even watch it, I've heard I know that name, so yeah. I'm just gonna agree. Right. <laughs> She's the woman who's got kids ages one to twenty who wants to have an open relationship with her oh, husband of twenty years. That's right. Yeah, but anyway, that's a lot. That's yeah, a lot. It's, a, it's a good story. Yes, line. it is a good story. All line. right, we'll, we'll be, be right back. back.